What's up, everybody? It is your favorite podcast hosts, Dave and Eugene, here for Week 3 Breakdown. What's up, Eugene? What's up, Dave? Um, I think we're favorite based on average. You're the favorite, and then people tolerate me. Well, let's not forget that we have a third host that uh, has made her uh, presence known multiple times, and is Daisy. And she's Yeah. So it's very likely she'll be on the podcast again today. Hey, that just brings the average up. Yeah, Everyone she doesn't have much to contribute, but she is loud. That's kind of like you. Yeah, there we go. She just howled, which is pretty <laughs> much all I do. Yeah. Uh, all right, man, we're going to do the uh, week three matchup breakdown. Uh, before we get into that, we have our, I would say, our number one fan, our most loyal listener. We have two more questions in from Rhiannon, uh, my lovely wife, this week. So I say we get into those first. Let's do it. And we'll remind everyone that we, we are taking questions, and I think these are two pretty good ones. So let's see. Uh, Rhiannon's first question, uh, which is a, a, a personal question for her in regards to her own team. She says, what's going on with Debo? Is he poised for a return to last year's numbers? Eugene, I will let you lead off. So I think there, there's two things going on. One is uh, quarterback play. I think you still got a little rust on old uh, Garoppolo. Jimmy. Yes. No, Jimmy. No, Jimmy. For those um, and, that are not following along, Trey Lance started the season as the starting quarterback. He was injured for the year. So Jimmy Garoppolo is back in. So I agree with Eugene. That's a very valid concern. And then I think concern number two is a lack of a running game, or at least a consistent running game. Uh, I think, I don't know what their numbers look like, but I haven't seen a breakout star from the 49ers. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I think that contributes. Yeah, my uh, quarterback concerns are identical to yours. I think, uh, you know, you go into the season game planning to use Trey Lance. He goes down. Um you know, you've got uh, then you've got Jimmy G coming in, who obviously played with this team just last year. But there is a different preparation that you've made for the season, and it takes Jimmy a while to get back, you know, into the rhythm of things. So I think it will improve. If you look at his, um, so last year, uh, crazy stats receiving, fourteen hundred yards, six touchdowns. Uh, but it was really the rushing that got him to, I think he was like wide receiver two or something. He had eight touchdowns and 365 yards on the ground. So if you look at his rushing numbers from this year, for three, three games, he's got 111 yards. He's on pace for like 590 yards, which is well above what he did last year. And he's already got a touchdown in three games. He averaged a touchdown every two games rushing. Last year, so, you know, the rushing output is on par with last year. So well, I'm I not think, talking about his rushing. I'm talking about yeah, the no, no. The I, that was that was more of just me overviewing where he was last year with where he kind of is slotting in this year. The problem is the receiving, and that's where I agree with you and that the quarterback play needs to improve. Um, nothing really has changed, right? They have the same weapons. They have IU, they have Kittle. Um, well, so my, my point with the run game is the run game, if, if they have to respect your run game, they have to put eight in the box, then 
he's going to have more one-on-one coverage. That makes him, even with a bad quarterback, just get it near him. He's going to go make a play, right? When you look at the 49ers run, uh, you take away his 111 yards. Then you take away Trey Lance's 67, Elijah Mitchell's 41, and you're down now with about 225 yards for the rest of the team over three games. That's not a good average. You don't want that. You want no one's going to respect the team that has you know all those running backs that are averaging like 60 yards a game. At least I don't think they are. But yeah, and I think it, this all comes down to the passing game, like you mentioned. I think as Jimmy G reacclimates, I think the passing game will improve, which will then open up the run game. So I say all that to say my opinion is. Um, Will Debo finish as the wide receiver too? I doubt it. Will he be a top five wide receiver and will Rhiannon be very happy with him this year? I still believe that um, his range of outcomes is top five wide receiver. So I think the passing game will improve. His rushing ability is still there. Assuming he doesn't get injured, I think he's still going to be a great, a great wide receiver for the end of the year. I agree with that. Oh, look at that. We never agree. That's not true. Maybe sometimes do. Okay. Her next question, which is a very interesting one, she asks, who's going to be the breakout rookie for this season? Do you have any thoughts on that, Eugene? I do. Um, do you want me to do you want me to roll through a, a list of uh, of uh, rookies of note just so we have a list to talk to? Sure. Okay. So we'll go through and I'll, I'll um, you know, mention, so running backs. There's a, a few running backs. Uh, Brees Hall is probably most notable. He was drafted in our league in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Damian Pierce is a rookie. He was drafted in the fifth round. James Cook is a rookie um, in Buffalo. He was not drafted in our league, but he is notable for the running backs. Wide receivers, Drake London was drafted in the 11th round. Traylon Burks uh, drafted in the 14th. Chris Olave in New Orleans was drafted in the 12th. Uh, Garrett Wilson was not drafted in our league. Jahan Dotson not drafted. And Romeo Dobbs not drafted. But those are kind of the the ones that are at the top currently when you look at rankings right now. Yeah, so um, my thought on that is Pierce really hasn't done much yet, I don't think. Yeah. No, not yet. Last week was was uh, an uptick in work for him, but the first two weeks, uh, you know, there was a lot of preseason hype, right? So the first two weeks were disappointing. Yeah, and then you know James Cook, um, it, that's sort of a, a a mixed bag in that backfield. You know, there's a lot of horses in Buffalo, and then you got Josh Allen taking carries away, so. I don't think we're going to see a ton out of him. I think Brees Hall is set to make a good run at it. Um, just because in the limited touches he's had, uh, I think he's averaging over five yards a carry. So that's solid, but he hasn't, you know, they haven't really opened it up and given him the keys to the kingdom yet. Um, my I, my choice in this is going to be Olave. Chris Olave down in, in New Orleans. Um, he's turning into like the number one receiver for them. And uh, they tend to throw the ball a lot down in New Orleans, even without, oh, uh, 
man, Dallas is coach next year. What's his name? Sean Payton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Nice. You know, I'm on the McCarthy train, huh? Um, I was <laughs> when they announced McCarthy, I was just like, well, they must be waiting for Sean Payton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I like. I, I think that's going to be your breakout for the year. Um, yeah. And just even saying that, I think I have. Um, uh, I, I have a rookie. I have a Pickens. So. Yeah, George Pickens. Yeah. He I'd like to see, to see anything. Well, it's not really his fault. Or... It's not. It's not. He's he's got no quarterback. Oh, did you see that catch? Did you see the catch he had last week? No, I was in Martinsville dying. Anybody, anybody that uh, is interested, please Google uh, George Pickens' catch versus Browns last Thursday night. It was it rivaled uh, OBJ's catch many years ago. It was incredible. So you got that going for you. Well, I got one one catch. That, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, do we get extra points for how insane the catch was? Oh wow, I'm just looking at the thumbnail. That looks nuts. Yeah, maybe I'll uh, uh, maybe I can go back and adjust for that. Maybe next year we can vote on that. Um, I, I I agree with you. I think um, so. Damian Pierce going back to the running backs. He is currently running back twenty two. Brees Hall running back twenty six. I mean that's not bad. Like I said, Brees Hall was drafted in the fourth round. Damian Pierce in fifth. So it's okay. But I mean you're looking at these wide receivers and they were drafted in eleventh, twelfth, fourteenth. And right now you're looking at Drake London's the wide receiver 12 in our league. Garrett Wilson, wide receiver 16. Jahan Dotson, wide receiver 25. Olave, wide receiver 26. So, I mean, those are all essentially, you know, wide receiver ones or twos that you got 12th, 11th round or later. So, Olave looks incredible. I think New Orleans has a decent enough offense to where he's going to be really good. Michael Thomas is already banged up. Um, Jahan Dotson I like, but he's kind of like the number three option in that offense. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, he's gotten touchdowns, uh, early on. So that's kind of helped his rank. Um, I do like Drake London in Atlanta because he is getting a ton of targets. I do worry about the Atlanta offense overall. I think New Orleans is better. So, uh, and Garrett Wilson is 16th right now. Joe Flacco's he has been the quarterback, but um, he is losing his job because uh, what's his name? The, the mother lover. He's coming back. Um, Mr. Zach Wilson. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, and Joe Flacco has had to throw the ball more than anybody else in the league. So that's one of the reasons. Not that Garrett Wilson isn't very talented, but that's one of the reasons why he uh, is where he is. So um, just to be a little bit different, uh, I, I do like your pick of Olave, but I think I would go Drake London just because of the volume of uh, targets he's seeing, and he's very talented, obviously. So that's our thoughts on who the most valuable rookie this year will be. I, and I will plug Romeo Dobbs because he had a very quiet first two weeks, but um, last week he looked very impressive, and um, it is not a bad thing to be a, uh, a favored target in the Aaron Rodgers offense. And if he continues to play well, he could easily become one of the better pickups uh, this year for a rookie. Yeah. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers can – Aaron Rodgers is looking for anybody to hook up with. He's like – Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know. Yeah, and he's still like got a, juice. 
Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, Dark so, Horse candidate, Romeo Dobbs. There you go. I like it. Yeah. All right, what do you say we get into the matchups? Let's do it. We'll start with, usually if I lose horribly, then I'll put myself last. But this week, this is the annual showdown, usually in the first week, but for whatever reason, it's week three. It is the showdown between myself and my lovely wife, Rhiannon, which I found myself victorious in. I got my first win. Very happy. 123 to 95. Thank you very much, Jalen Hurts and Cordero Patterson, for carrying my ass this week. Uh, it was a pretty down week for most people, actually. We had, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, over half the league scored under 100, 100 points. That's surprising. Oh, yeah. I saw my, my output, and I was thinking, man, that's terrible. And then I looked at my opponent, and I went, well, never mind. Yeah, not so bad. Not so bad. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I did go – I did, if you didn't notice, uh, I, this might be a, a thing. I'm thinking about making this a thing on the show, Eugene. I did pick up uh, Kaimi Fairbairn, um, who you recommended, and he did fine. He got me eight points. Hey, that was better than you did the week before. Yeah, so I'm thinking every week I'll let you pick my kicker, it, except for the oh. week that I play you. Oh, because then I'm going to pick um, <laughs> yeah. Martin Grammatica. Somebody not, yeah, somebody not on a on a team. So before the podcast is over, you need to tell me who to pick up, and I'll do it. And then uh, oh, we'll just roll with that. Because I think yeah. kickers are completely useless anyway. I mean, eight points made. You know that helped. It didn't make a difference for you. Um, yeah, the guy that know, I, the guy that I dropped scored fourteen points. <laughs> well. <laughs> After he had scored a total of two the first two weeks. Yeah, see, I mean, it, it, these kickers are hard to figure out. Um, yes. Yes, they are. Um, so. so, I'm just looking at this matchup, match and I'm all I can think of is, gosh, there's a lot of good players that didn't do very well. Yeah. Um, uh, Alvin Kamara, I am very concerned. I Yeah, yeah. I mean... Again, I think that comes down to again, I don't have to respect uh, your passing game, so I can load up on Kamara and just basically dare you to throw the ball, right? Uh, Jameis Winston, uh, quarterback. Am I am I correct? You are correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't respect Jameis Winston. Uh, That's he, your boy Olave. He threw. He does. So here's he threw here's how Winston he works. He threw for Winston, 350 yards. Yes, yes. Watch. Winston will throw for 350 yards, and then he leads the league in interception. He had like 35 last year. Yeah. yeah. So what's going to happen is they they want you to throw the ball that much if they know that eventually you're going to throw a pick. So they yeah, give well, up. That, that's the bend don't break attitude. I'll give up. That, that's the Stefan Diggs or Trayvon Diggs attitude. Yeah. Well, Don't really, give up 150 really, yards if I get one interception. Yeah, really the problem in this game was that Carolina surprisingly got up to a fairly large lead, and Carolina does have a very good defense. So it wasn't a respect the pass because they passed from the beginning. It was New Orleans has to pass because they were trying to come from behind. And um, you would think that Kamara would do pretty well in that situation. but um, Look, I— I'm going to say 22 points is not a very large lead. 
<laughs> yeah, but it was not as close as the final score indicates. And New Orleans was New Orleans scored all 14 of their points in the fourth quarter, so they weren't doing jack squat. Um, and so they had to throw had to throw a lot to try to do something. Fair enough. But that means so, that they weren't anyway. doing jack squat. They should have been giving Kamara the ball early on and letting him do a little of this and that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I can understand. Broke, I can understand the frustration. Yeah, I mean. He broke a 25-yarder early in the game and then didn't do much. So, um, you know, Jalen Hurts continues to uh, – I mean, he did pretty much everything in the first half. He scored almost 30 points in the first half. And then because Washington wasn't doing anything and Philly has a great defense, he could just manage. Yeah. Um, you know, so whatever. That that worked out okay. Um, I still have a problem at tight end. Uh, tried to go with Logan Thomas. I don't know if you were watching that game, but – he did catch like a shovel pass on the one yard line and couldn't get in the end zone, so that was nice. Um, I didn't get to watch too much of that game. It was on the local broadcast, but um, yeah, I was recovering, so yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, looking at Ree's team, I think one of the bigger issues for her was uh, Justin Herbert. Um. For those who weren't watching a week and a half ago on Thursday night, he has some rib cartilage damage injury, which is apparently very painful. Um, he has decided he's going to play through it. And while he did throw for 300 yards and a touchdown, um, it was not vintage Herbert. Uh, he did not have his great greatest game ever. Maybe Jacksonville's defense is incredible. I attribute this more to uh, the injury. And then... Um, if you look at Joe Mixon, underperformed severely against the Jets. George Kittle, not as not a, not a great uh, first game out after waiting for him to get back from injury. And then Miles Sanders kind of had a, a down week. Well, that's what Miles Sanders does. He gets your hope up and then bashes him. <laughs> still, still burned from last year, are you? Eugene? Just a little bit. I mean, I, I think if you look at Reed's team and you look at him a year ago, you think, man, this is a really, really stacked team. You know, Herbert, Debo, Samuels, Joe Mixon, George Kittle. I mean, that's a lot of firepower right there. And they're just not performing yet. So I don't know if we see that turn around, you know, um, or if this is just sort of how they're going to progress this season. I, I don't know. Uh, Kittle and Debo are going to need some help from Garoppolo, Jimmy G. Um, yeah. I think it'll come. I think that'll come. Um, I think uh, help is on the way there. I think Antonio Gibson has been pretty solid, but um, you know Brian Robinson was uh, getting a lot of praise before he got shot. Um, <laughs> but yeah. word on the street is he's not too far away from a return. So, um, but I think ultimately Justin Herbert, the injury he has. Uh, is dealing with is not a one week get better injury. It's going to linger. So it's how he manages that. Wide receivers, I really like. Debo's good. Christian Kirk looks amazing in Jacksonville. Jacksonville looks pretty darn good this year. Um, See, I, I mentioned that at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I'm not claiming a uh, Super Bowl, but they look really good. And uh, Christian Kirk has has really impressed. Uh, Joe Mixon is going to do. He's going to have. You know, this might be his worst week this uh, entire season. So, um, 
I, I'm not too worried about this team. I think there's enough depth to, and Gabriel Davis, um, who uh, she did not start because he was kind of questionable. Um, he's the stud wide receiver. So I think there's enough talent here to fill in the wide receiver running back slots and have a good year. Yep. It'll just, uh, we'll have to see how some of these play out. Yeah. This, this is like one of those teams like last year where John had a good team that just kind of didn't put it together until six weeks in. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden his players started really producing. So maybe that's what Ree's banking on. <laughs> just got to time it right. Yeah, we'll see. Let's, oh, you had James Robinson. Huh. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. So somehow I have still neglected to uh, start running back three on the year, James Robinson. Um, I really, really – he was in the one o'clock game, and I was just kicking myself that I had failed to start him yet again. Luckily, Cordell Patterson kind of bailed me out because he, uh, he had a really good week as well, but – uh, yeah, he's he's one of those that sort of bit me in the butt last year, and so uh, I wanted him again, but I was like, ah, oh, he's hurt me so much. Yeah, yeah. And him and Miles Sanders and uh, Elijah Mitchell. So yeah, I, talent. I keep, but, for, I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop. James Robinson came back from an Achilles injury, and typically, I wouldn't say typically, almost every single running back that or any player that needs to be explosive coming off an Achilles injury, you know, is washed after that. But he is he has been great. As soon as I put him in my lineup, I'm sure he will tank. But Or he tears ACL again. Or yeah. Yeah, probably. Alright, let's move on to uh, John versus Kenny. This is Land is a Pleasant Living versus Deshaun's Masseuse. And John both underperformed. We mentioned it was kind of a tough week for everybody. Uh, John got the win, 105-92. Let's look around here. Nick Chubb, he got started, you know, had a great start to the week. Touchdown, 113 rushing yards. Um, John got a really – I mean, if you look at the the delta and the defenses, one of your favorite areas to focus, John got 17 points from Cincinnati, whereas Kenny got negative 10 from Los Angeles, and that more than makes up the difference between the, the win. Yeah, so um, I don't go to sleep on Jacksonville and do not start a defense against them is what I would say. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, Maybe that's a thing. Geez, geez you would have, uh, this game would have been a lot closer just to not have a defense in there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So, man, this was, I mean, this was a pretty close matchup until the defenses just both blew the other one out of the water. So. Um, there's a, there's a joke in here somewhere. Um, I don't have it off the top of, uh, my head cause I know I read the, uh, article. Yeah. So we're talking about Deshaun's masseuse, right? Yeah. And then, uh, you got that Wilkins guy. I don't know where you're, I don't know where you're going with this, but I feel like so, is required. so, um, I know. Deshaun's looking forward to Cleveland playing Miami because there's that Wilkins guy and he's grabbing people's hang down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Rihanna likes that because he's a uh, Christian Wilkins is a uh, Clemson uh, alum. Well, he's a hang down grabber, according to Josh Allen. He's like, he did it in college, man. He used to grab my junk in college. 
I do think there's incriminating video of that, but I, so, I would not Google it. <laughs> that just that his his team name reminded me of that I went off on a tangent, went really far down the rabbit hole to make that terrible <laughs> let's, joke. Let's focus. Okay, let's focus. Um, yeah, this was. I mean, I there there's some issues here, right? So. Yeah, can we you talk about up... Austin Eckler real quick? Because sure. I've got him in a couple of places, and uh, I know John is probably very fond of him because he was uh, really crushing it last year, but he is not performing well at all. I don't know exactly where he is uh, in terms of – he's like in the running back mid-20s, mid-to-late-20s. Um, yeah, it, it has not been good. No touchdowns. Um only got four rushing attempts. Of course, Jacksonville did come out pretty hot, so um, they were playing from behind. But it just doesn't seem like he's getting the work that he got last year. Well, yeah, well, he's—I don't know—he's not, not getting, doing anything with it. Yeah, he's getting the work. I mean, let—he's on pace for like over a hundred catches. Um which is a lot for a running back. So, I mean, it's not like he's not getting touches. It's just that 21 catches, 139 yards. Uh, that's Close. not good. Yeah, that's not good. Um, and then he's got 32 carries for 80 yards. 32 carries for 80 yards. <laughs> that It's like sucks. under three yards a carry. It's not great. Like you, can, you can almost fall down straight, and that would get you two yards. Well, he's not very tall, so a yard and a half. But still, I mean, you just jump real far, and you got two and a half yards. Yeah, I, I feel very I similar to, to him to, as I do with Alvin Kamara. It's just I don't know where the explosiveness went. I don't know. I mean, I know that uh, the Chargers just lost, uh, I think it was like a left tackle, um, who was very highly rated. So, I, But I don't think that's really the problem. I just think it's going to add to the problem. Well, and I think the the big thing for Eckler last year versus this year and every other year in his career, last year he got a lot of the goal line touches. So there were 20 touchdowns, yeah. um, which is half of his career output. Okay. In That's one fair. year, that was half. This year he hasn't gotten that. So that takes yeah. away a lot of his fantasy value. Um, so I mean, 20 touchdowns, 20, 20 touchdowns is 180 points. There are some of us that would be happy to get 180 points out of our player, regardless of how they got there. You know. Did you do the math incorrectly on that, just for my benefit, because I screwed it up last time? 120. 120. 20. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm multiplying by. I, I thought he had 30. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It must be the antibiotics kicking in. I must be. There's no alcohol in my system, so I can't do math. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, I think John got a win on a week where he was probably disappointed with his team. David Montgomery got banged up, right? So he he uh, only had three attempts, 11 yards. He essentially was a non-factor. Um, Kenny, I mean, needs better running back production. Um, Cam Akers looked better, though. I will say that was a pretty ballsy start because um, Daryl Henderson had, had kind of ruled the roost. Uh, but – Game Akers had a touchdown and a uh, you know sixty rushing yards. Nothing great, but I think Kenny. I don't think he could have made any better decisions. 
No, I mean, really, the only thing he could have Other done. Other than is benches, do. benches, defense. Benches, defense. Uh, this is, this is, uh, we'll know if you listen to the podcast because um, this is the secret advice. If you're playing Jacksonville, bench your defense. <laughs> yeah. Go as with literally anyone else. Um, and I know that sounds weird. Well, Jacksonville, Jacksonville's got a lot of talent. The Bills, if you're playing the Bills, or the put Eagles. your defense away. The Eagles. Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. Good choice. Yep. Even the Dolphins. Yeah. Some of these teams. What a if weird you see your if you see your defense playing a really, you know, traditionally bad team, go ahead and put your defense away. Unless you're playing the Browns, <laughs> go ahead and keep them. Yeah, that's perfect. Jacoby so, Brissett yeah, I mean, can't I, do much. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I think uh, you know, uh, ho hum week and John came up. You know, he came out on top. Uh, got a little bit. Really, the defenses. I know it's silly to focus on it, but that was that was one of the biggest differences. Indeed. All right, we'll move into the third matchup. It was Tiki versus Kevin. Uh, this was a big matchup because I think Kevin was in first place. He had just whooped my behind, and of course, then he comes out and underperforms, and Tiki gets the win. This is the this is the kind of stuff in fantasy football that you really like. You know, if you get a 194 win, it's like, okay, I had a bad week, but um, I got the win anyway. And um, this was a battle of underperforming quarterbacks. Both of them scored under 10 points. So I'm not big on Russell Wilson. I've said that this is three weeks in a row now. So if you're still playing <laughs> Russell Wilson, for the record, that's on, that's on you. Yeah, um, Trevor even Lawrence last year. Yeah, last year, Russell Wilson was not putting up huge numbers. I mean, he just – I don't know. Uh, yeah, but remember, of, he had the he had the thumb injury last year. No, I'm not saying he's still not bothered by it, but he had the thumb injury for a few weeks. And Same one that Dak is dealing with, actually. Um, don't talk that. to me about thumb injuries. <laughs> I know all about thumb injuries. <laughs> and so, you know, like – I don't know. I was very high on Russell Wilson this year. In fact, I was very disappointed when uh, when Tiki took him in the draft because I was preparing to. Um, are you so, are you still disappointed now that no, you have Jalen Hurt? For, for, no, for that I I thank you. I thank you for your sacrifice, Tiki. I appreciate that. Um, um, I will say that, uh, Saquon Barkley looks incredibly good this year. So that is a that was a great draft pick by uh, by Tiki. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he uh, he performed pretty well. He had a nice run. Um, yep, thirty third quarter. Yard touchdown. Yep. Yeah, it was in the third quarter, and I was like, "Oh, great! Dallas gives me hope." Then they let me down, and Dallas tied it back up. And I was like, "Don't, don't you, don't you try that? They're trying to make <laughs> me. They're trying to suck me back in." Um, but no, he looked pretty good in that game, uh, especially against a really good. Um, Dallas defense. That's a, a fantastic defense. Yeah. Whoever has Dallas should be starting that defense. And I'm a Dallas fan, but no, no lie. That's every week this year they have what like six or seven sacks. That's nuts. Yeah, that's how you. That's how you get points. Yeah, sacks I mean, turnovers. sacks, turnovers. They're not allowing the big play. They're not allowing a ton of points. Um, you know, they're winning by the skin of their teeth. So that usually means not a lot of points. 
But anyway, back to this matchup. I mean, it just, yeah, the quarterbacks on both teams, I don't like either one. I don't like Carson Wentz. I didn't like him in Philly. I don't like him in Indy, and I don't like him in Washington. I agree. Yeah, um, I mean, they went up against a great defense, and he struggled. So, um, his not that, wide receiver, Aaron McClellan, not that Daniel play. Jones is any better. I dumped him, too. Yeah, but at least he runs. Yeah. It, it, I mean, yeah. This yeah. this one kind of hurts um, looking at the bench yeah, for Kevin does. because Kevin's Jesus. bench Kevin's bench outscored his team. Kevin's bench scored 100 and almost 106 points. Yeah, his bench would have won the game, <laughs> and it's only six players. Yeah, he did better with the six, and he could have started all six of them. Yeah, you're right. He's got Literally. two running backs, wide receiver, tight end, quarterback defense. Yeah, the Philadelphia defense put up 22 points. Can he argue that he thought that was his starting lineup? <laughs> he didn't commit to reversal. No, yeah, I meant to play the players at the bottom. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, that, that's that got to be a little sickening to see that. Um, uh, honestly, but also gives, you, also gives you uh, room for optimism. It does. I mean, there's a lot. Of, of, I wish I had that on my bench. I would not be complaining. Yeah, same. Um, and I'd be getting rid of Carson Wentz's ass real quick and seeing Lots what's on the years. waiver wire. There's got to be yeah, something better than Carson Wentz. I agree. I mean, he was he looked really good in the first two weeks, but I think that was a mirage. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I uh, I've got Jahan Dotson, who I love, uh, working wide receiver who caught a lot of touchdowns, but I just I did not believe that was going to continue. <laughs> Uh, so, um, we'll Carson went, like, if you look at his player profile picture, he looks like he farted and he's smiling because the cameraman just smelled it. <laughs> That's, he definitely farts in elevators. He, he definitely does. And he sits in the back <laughs> and he grins and he waits for people to go, oh. <laughs> uh, I, I do think Kevin's in good shape this year. I mean, DeAndre Swift, he might miss some time, but. Um, yeah, I mean, Kevin's got Olave on the bench. He's got fill-ins. Uh, Khalil Herbert had a had an unbelievable day. Doesn't sound like Montgomery's going to be out, maybe for any time. But uh, you know, I, yeah, Kevin's got a great team. He just had a bad week and just chose poorly. Yeah, chose poorly, and that results in Tiki being the only undefeated team in the league. Yeah, you're um, right. That's right. So it was not what I expected, but. Hey, bravo. Yeah, good job. She she went through me. She took care of me without much problem. Uh, okay, let's see. Next up is uh, Nick versus Ryan. Uh, and Nick got his first win of the year. Uh, another low-scoring, lower-scoring affair. Nick scored about 95. Uh, Ryan scored 77. Surprising to me because I, I really like Ryan's team. But um, it this was... was uh... Nobody this got over the, 20 points. There was one player in the entire matchup that got over 20 points, and it was Josh Allen. Surprising. Well, this was the uh, pillow fight of the week. Yeah. Wasn't it? I, I mean, it really, I think it was two of the lowest scoring teams. It was not very good. Um, and for Ryan, the big thing was, I mean, a lot of people underperforming. Um not getting enough production, defense throwing up negative two. Kyler Murray, I mean, this 
again, I'm I don't so, I'm not sold I, on so, him. Yeah, I, he doesn't. I don't know what's going on, but the only reason he's ever scored well is because we've gotten down big and he's had to throw the ball a ton. But it hasn't looked good at all. But that's, that goes to say that you can make the argument that if he can do it in the fourth quarter in a comeback effort, why can't they just run those plays in the first half? Well, you know the defense is going to be playing differently and when they have are protecting a fairly large lead and things like that. So. Yeah, but still, go go hurry up, dink and dunk, do what you got to do. I mean, I think it would work in the first half. Yeah, I some guess of these other teams do. Maybe they miss DeAndre Hopkins more than more than we know. He's going to be coming more back. More than I mean. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I, and, I mean, it could have been even worse for Ryan because, I mean, Mike Williams had one catch, but luckily it was a 15-yard touchdown catch. So it could have been a lot worse, and it was only 77 points. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, the beginning of the season, I really, I was disappointed that I didn't get uh, Darren Waller. Yeah. And now I'm not. He got paid, and he hasn't done anything. You're right. He's like, I got my money. I ain't getting hurt. Week two is okay. I mean, he did catch a touchdown, but uh, yeah, it, it has not been what you had hoped where you where you drafted Darren Waller. Yeah. Um. And so there, there's not much there. And then, I don't know, Green Bay is weird. Um, Aaron Jones. I, I, have you watched Green Bay play? It's I don't know. It's like Aaron Rodgers. I kind of don't think he wants to be there. I think he's um, done. He's done. Yeah. Hey, uh, random, do you know where Darren Waller went to college? I do not. Georgia Tech, actually. Really? Yeah, I did not know that. I didn't either. Clearly. How do they keep having these receivers? They didn't. They didn't throw the ball ever for many years. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. They produce some of the best receivers, and they don't throw the damn ball. Calvin Johnson, Demarius Thomas, Darren Waller. Well, okay, when Calvin Johnson was there, they threw the ball. Anyway, yeah, they threw the okay, ball a little bit, but continue with your thought. Did I have a thought? Oh, um, Green Bay sucks. Yeah, well, no, I, I just think I think Aaron Rodgers really just doesn't care. I mean, they're out there playing, but I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have the weapons. Um, well, he, I think you have to give Tampa Bay's defense some credit here. Well, this is not the first week. I mean, I'm you know, this is week three. And Aaron Jones. Well, I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and that results in Aaron Jones. Yeah. Production. And Aaron Jones scored 31 points last week. Yeah, one Pretty out of good. three games. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely had some bad games, but oh, he scored okay. I, I'll be honest with you. I will. I will. I would do a trade off. Bad game, good game, bad game, good game. That I means starting <laughs> as this week. long as you know. As long as you know it's coming. Right. <laughs> yeah, he did a lot last week, but week one, he did not. Yeah. That's true. That's Week very three, fair. he did not. He had one good game, and that was, you know, he had two touchdowns. That was the difference. Yeah. Um. And and with Aaron Rodgers playing the way he's playing, that's what I'm getting at. Is that this team has only scored like one, two, three, four, five, six touchdowns in three games. So it's not know. great. 
No, it's not great. It's not a Green Bay offense that we're used to. That's right. That's what I'm getting at. See so, if it gets anyway. better with the receivers coming out. Michael Parsons is only half a point. That's surprising. Yeah. I mean, so here's a question for you out of left field. Would you prefer a player that you knew every week they're good for 15 points? Or do you like that boomer bust mentality where, like an Aaron Jones this season, where it might be seven points, might be 35 points? Uh, What's your preference? Uh, it depends. Both. <laughs> I want some players I can rely on, and some players that are going to help me when I, um, you know, the, the, the boomer bust players, like, that's typically how you win championships. You have to have players that can blow up. And the flip side of that is they will disappoint some weeks. But if you want to have a player that can literally win you a matchup with a performance, um, you have to have those guys. You can't just win with a bunch of guys that just get you 10 points. Okay. All right. I I somewhat agree with that, but I I do think I like uh, a couple of players that you know you can count on. Yeah, I agree. I think it's important to find a balance. Um, but it is important uh, to have those guys that have the higher ceiling and not just the high floor. Um, I think the I think the ideal would be someone who on a bad week gets ten points, not two. Um, yeah, high, high floor with a high ceiling is uh, high high is definitely preferred. Low low is on the opposite end. <laughs> so <laughs> high floor with a low ceiling is okay and. Uh, uh, High or low floor with a high ceiling is also okay, but <laughs> that's how it breaks down. Got it. Got it. Oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I was surprised Brandon Cooks only got two, two and a half points. Usually he's a, usually he's a pretty solid high floor guy. He's one of those um, typical high floor, low ceiling, lowish ceiling guys. Um, but yeah. Didn't come yeah, but, this yeah, it's Houston though, so it's Houston. They they do not have an identity yet. Not wrong. Okay, so. Are you ready to get into your matchup? Ooh, let's do that. Yeah, you are currently the second place team. You took down Bridget. Uh, you had let's see, were you the high score? You beat me by like oh no no uh, Monica was the high score. Of course. Yeah, Monica. Monica beat me by a <laughs> yeah. point, and then I beat you by seven one-hundredth of a point or some crap like that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you did. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson is turning out to be quite the pickup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, a little disappointed uh, going with Jackson. Not that he's not a good player, but I was more concerned with the injuries, you know? Uh, yeah. And so – He's turned out pretty good so far. I mean, he's having an MVP season, to be honest. Um, so I, I don't hate that at all. Cooper Cup, that's my that's my high average, high ceiling guy. And, you know, yeah, 13 and a half points, not yeah. his best performance, but 13 and a half I'll take every week. Um, and Juju did good for you this week. He finally caught some passes. How about that? He knows how to catch hey, the ball. We got to talk about DK Metcalf. You were dragging his name through the mud. I still will. I mean, he did. He, he did, did okay. okay. He did okay. Yeah. 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 Good. I got, I got some. That's pretty good. 
I got some performance out of uh, a couple of my players that helped. Um, I changed out my defense thinking that uh, Jimmy G was going to show up, but man, Denver's really good. I should have kept them in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You uh, were probably smack about, I think Kevin that chose it on defense. And it wasn't quite as obvious for you, but yeah, it didn't, it didn't hurt me like it hurt him. Um, and then, oh yeah, I was going into Monday night's games and they're going, Tony Pollard, I need three points. Yeah. I was like, come on, kick a field goal. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> So good, Pollard, man. yeah, Pollard looks good. I mean, I'm not sure he's not the better back in Dallas. Um, I I agree. I, I was going to ask you about Ezekiel Elliott in a, a previous matchup discussion, but I thought you might ramble on for 30 minutes. Well, Zeke, I think is is like, I don't know. He's kind of turned into the bruiser back. You know, where they, when they used to have Marion Barber, who just would just beat the crap out of people. Um, like he didn't avoid contact. He just come hit you. I kind of think Zeke's in that role now. He just beats you up. Then they switch it up with Tony Pollard and you've been beaten for, you know, 20 minutes. And then you see Tony Pollard and he comes out there and just jukes you out of your shoes. So yeah, flies I, by. It's, yeah, it's a good one, two combo. I think it's, it's working great. Um, the big, the big disparity in our matchup, at least between me and Bridget was tight in, man. Who your quarterback is throwing to? Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, this is I'm I'm conflicted. I'm happy, but I'm also not happy. <laughs> like, can you throw to him next week? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that, that one was the one that ate away. Uh, and Joe Burrow had a good bounce. He had struggled the first two weeks, but he had a, a really impressive bounce back game. Um, yeah, I mean, the, if you need to bounce back, play the Jet. Yeah, that doesn't hurt. The, the concern that we've had is with um, the lack of running backs. And the running backs did okay. I mean, kind of matched you up pretty decently well, but her uh, her receivers let her down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, Devontae Adams out there in, in Vegas, he's clearly the number one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Carr likes him, but. It's still Carr. I don't want to say not, David or Derek. <laughs> yeah, it's Derek currently. Uh, <laughs> I grew up. I grew up around David Carr. You know what I mean? Fresno State. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Um, so yeah, this is a close matchup. I was actually a little. Uh, I didn't think I was going to be able to pull this one out, and. We're pretty close to our projection, maybe not the way we would have, you know, the players aren't the way we got in there, but the overall total, we were pretty close. So it was a pretty even matchup. Uh, she could have made some moves and gotten closer, but I could have made some moves as well. So uh, she definitely could have put in a linebacker, scored some points. It's not injured. It hasn't been out all season so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, fun fact. Uh, uh, do you know where David? I think you already mentioned it. David Carr went to Fresno State. Yes. Do you, do you know where Derek Carr went? Oi. Uh. I I don't. Trick question. Fresno State. It was. <laughs> yeah. How about that? They both went there, huh? Yeah. Apparently, according to Wikipedia, which I oh man, up. I didn't know that for everybody's reference. I looked. I had to look it up. Well, I'm glad you clarified that. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think Bridget, her team did a really good job. If we can blame it on any one thing, we blame it on Justin Jefferson. Um, yeah, I agree. What so, the hell is that? Uh, it's Kirk Cousins throwing the ball. Yeah, Kirk Cousins had an okay day, but I don't know. What the hell? Yeah, so otherwise our team performed. It was good for me. Um, Lamar Jackson, go get him. Yeah, keep going, buddy. MVP. <laughs> All right, last matchup. This was Monica against Rebecca, and Monica got the W, her first win. Uh, 124 to 87. Um, kind of, uh, I, I think whenever we have lower scoring weeks, it's usually because starting quarterbacks haven't played great, right? We're getting a lot of quarterbacks that scored less than 20 points, and this matchup yeah. is no different. Um, but looking at Rebecca's team, good lord, the wide receivers really hurt. Um, Tyreek Hill after his monster week two. Did almost nothing, but Derrick Henry. Look at Derrick Henry. He had yeah, a he showed down. up. He, he showed caught up. a bunch of passes. Yeah, so that's how about exciting. That? I guess uh, Tannehill got it going a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, beat Las Vegas. So that was the bright spot. Um, typically, the I look spot. at players scoring more. Than, yeah, scoring more than twenty points is like. Uh, but he was pretty much canceled out by Jamal Williams, of all people, who got two touchdowns in Detroit. Um, DeAndre Swift is a little banged up. You ever, so you ever click on Jamal, Jamal Williams? Uh, click on his, his uh, profile. His picture looks oh, very dude, happy. He's he is. Have you like? Have you heard him speak? He is amazing. He is the funniest, happiest dude in the world. Uh, he is. You'd have to be funny. He was the only black dude in Utah. He went to BYU. <laughs> not true but he is hilarious he is such an awesome person uh and he's just so happy man he's great he's a, he's a good dude so he uh he's going to be very valuable here moving forward because i think deandre swift is likely to miss a couple of weeks at least with his shoulder issue well and then damian pierce yeah good game. he's, he's i he I mean, it was against Chicago, which I know Chicago is typically one of those strong defenses, but this year doesn't appear to be that way. Um, but they are getting him more and more involved, so I'm very interested in seeing how that evolves. Um, let's see who evolves. they have. Yeah, who do they have this next week? Let's see. They get Jacksonville. No, Chargers, and then Jacksonville. So, so while I, I'm high on the Jacksonville offense, I'm not too keen on their yeah, right. defense yet. So yeah. you can you can play your offensive players against Jacksonville, just don't play your defense against Jacksonville. Yeah, I am curious. I'll, I'll to clarify how he does. And I will say, Monica, I didn't notice that she had rolled out J.K. Dobbins. This was his first week back. Um, they had a they had already uh, said that he was only going to get about 12 touches. Um, so was it? Much to hope for, but you know he looked okay. So I guess we'll guess we'll see how that goes because hey. Monica needs some running back depth. There you go. Yeah. So, um, I yeah, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Uh, Tom Brady's looking a bit. I don't know. He, he's, well, maybe he's got Aaron Rodgers. 
Didn't they announce the uh, Tom Brady rule this week? What's that? I I did not read about it, but apparently they put a new they put a warning or something to all the teams because Tom Brady broke two of those little Microsoft tablets on the sideline. Oh yeah, week. yeah yeah yeah. They did mention that in the broadcast. Yes. He's, he's I mean, angry right now. If he had thrown two touchdowns instead of broken two tablets, he'd have been doing much better. They would have won. Yeah. They didn't they win? No, they that's no, right. They Packers won. beat them fourteen to twelve. They needed right. that two point conversion, didn't get it. That's right. Correct. You there we go. No, it was because I was eating the worst meal I've ever had, and the the game was much more interesting. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was a good win. Good win, Monica got her first win. Uh, so let's see. Let, let's do a let's do a really quick look ahead to week four. What do you say? Let's do it. Why don't you give me your? Let's see. Let's scroll through here. Who? What's your matchup to watch? Mine. Ooh, I got a couple. Let's we'll see which one you end up with. Um, you get to yeah, I gotta play your wife. That's not. Hey, it's Daisy. Daisy made she her like... appearance. She, yeah, she's here. All right. Yeah, go ahead. What's your What's your matchup to watch this week? Um, I'm thinking John versus Kevin. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was high up there. I, I was also looking at Tiki and Bridget. Yeah, Tiki and Bridget. That's gonna. There's gonna be a couple. There's some slobber knocker games this week. <laughs> yeah, I think those to are quote, the two that interest me the most. To quote good old Jr. Yeah. Hey Daisy. Daisy hey, likes. My, uh, I mean, I'm I'm a little worried about having to play Ree. <laughs> yeah, you never know. She does have some. You never know. Can really blow up. So we will see, but. Um, yeah, Kevin, if you're listening, get a quarterback, and you can beat John. Get a quarterback, Kevin. Kevin. And Tiki bench uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, go, go I ahead. I don't, I don't hang it. I don't know. Hang it on Trevor Lawrence. I don't, uh, Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. I don't know if we should be giving Tiki advice. She's three and zero. So just keep yeah. doing what you're doing, Tiki. You're doing great. Don't listen to a damn thing we have to say. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at the, uh, all right. Looking at the free agent market, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, um, all right, man. <laughs> what do you say we we call it tonight for this this edition? Tiki or uh, uh, Daisy's done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Editing software. Editing software. Daisy's tired. Yeah. All right. Okay, man. I appreciate it. We will see everybody next week. Peace out.